Okay, Nightcap time. Chris is stopping in with some frogs and hearts and a Haya. You're beautiful. You're beautiful. Not as beautiful as Zykolos. He's a German man, which means he he initially initially has a, a lot more points because I'm German. Um, Krista's boyfriend's surgery got uh, moved a couple hours so she can stay and chat at least for a little bit. Well, um, we'll be uh, sending you good vibes and thoughts that uh, everything that procedure goes okay. So, um, sincerely hope hope that all turns out well. Um, so, Colas, how you been? Also, I feel like it's time for this. I don't know why you haven't. Zykolos so needs to be a VIP. He's, I can't add him as a VIP. Why not? Do you have too many VIPs? I probably need to remove some then. It's kind of crappy. Fucks up with that. Black Cat. Hello. Black Cat. How are you doing today? Well, wait a minute. This is horseshit. You know what? Fine. I'll, I'll do this. Is there an un... <laughs> you can un-VIP. That's funny. Psychologist just got up a few minutes ago. He's not fully awake, but is fine. And how are you? I'm okay. Weird. It said it was unable to add it, but now I see the little gemstone next to your name. So apparently it did do it. Uh, Black Cat was having a bad allergy day. I think I was having a bad allergy day or, or something. I think it was a combination of Allergies, humidity, heat, barometric pressure, workout, blah, 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 because uh, I felt like I was like sweaty last night trying to sleep, and then I felt like super hack this morning, and, you know, some weird-ish weather here. The humidity initially was way up and then dropped, and I was, I think, like 101 or something like that today, but they had... There are beautiful clouds, beautiful clouds. It looked like Florida. Beautiful, uh, slightly hazy pink clouds rolling around. You're like, oh, man, maybe monsoon slash rains are coming early this year. But uh, didn't really get any rain, but, man, the wind kicked up. I I went to have, I feel like it was another case of being productive and feeling like you didn't really do anything, although I did. Because after work, I stripped all my bedding off, put that in the washing machine, went and picked up my prescription, got my car washed, uh, went to the UPS store, went to return my motorcycle helmet, uh, printed the label. They couldn't, they couldn't accept it, so then I, had to, I walked over to a Safeway, returned that there, uh, then went home, took that load of laundry out and put it in the dryer, and then I was like, okay, now I'm going to go chill for a little bit. So I went to one of my favorite spots and I was like, Phew. like, I'm going to sit outside and have a cigar and have one of these drinks, which, you know, once the, the sun went down a little bit, I'm like, oh, it's actually not that bad now. It's kind of breathable. And man, these gusts of wind kicked up on dust and like shit off the trees and shit everywhere. It's like, whoa. So the cigar enjoyment was okay, but it was a little bit of uh, blowing in my face. So, and then I came home, did uh, another load of laundry after eating dinner. And then played some video games. And now here we are. So, 
Times could be worse, I guess. Yes, you are very special with a diamond. You are, you're now in the diamond club, special diamond club. Um, yeah, it, uh, it's like when it's like hot and cold and windy and then it's humid and then it's not. It's like, I, don't, I don't like those changes. I don't like those changes. Again, can we just stick with hot and dry? Like, Just go with hot and dry and leave it at that and then we'll be all well and good. Okay? Okay. Oh, I also published, uh, I was a little bit behind on some of the podcast episodes. So I got those uh, all uploaded and done. And if you want to share anyone the harrowing twist and turn tale of Lenny, uh, that episode, Toy Box, uh, is now live on the podcast. So you may wish to share that. Zycholos, I feel like that would be a very popular German story. I don't know why it would be popular. <laughs> I listen to this crazy man. They tell a story. Uh, <laughs> yeah, poor, poor Lenny. Lenny. I also love that I picked the name Lenny. All right. Cheers to all you out there. Mm. I also was informed that I'm ridiculous. And we all know this to be true. But after talking yesterday, I sent a message to some of the folks that I know that live here in Arizona. And I was like, what do you guys keep your air conditioning at? And the one person was like, well, We've been here for several years now, been here for a long time. And since we're acclimated, we now keep ours at 78. We keep ours at 78 sometimes. And I'm reading it and I'm like, and then I asked another person, like, what do you guys keep yours at? She's like, oh, well, we usually do, uh, you know, like 80 when we're around the house. If we're not around the house, we're not home, maybe 83. And then at night, we like, you know, 79. I'm like, so you mean me keeping mine at 86 during the day and sometimes 84 to 85? They're like, what the fuck? I was like, oh, I don't know. I thought <laughs> I thought that was good. Yeah, maybe that's why I'm sweating in my bed. Black Cat says, It's so goddamn hot. Fucking hot in this house. Fucking steamy sweat box. Fucking hate this place. Yeah, I was maybe, I was maybe a little off on that. Um, I feel like 86 is probably not great. Uh, I feel like that's a little on the high side. Um, so I'm going to adjust it down a little bit. I, I feel like... So, so I was like, okay... I'm going to adjust it to a cool 83 degrees. And I'm uh, like, actually, this is like quite nice now, to be honest. I feel just fine. So maybe that's the sweet spot. I don't think I'm going to go uh, too much higher or lower. I'm going to see how that goes for a little bit. Um, Krista had it 80s there today and kept the heat on at 74. Yeah, like in the 80s. I'm like, when it's when it was the 80s here, I didn't have it on at all. I just turned it off. I mean, I was like, 
it's fine. Air conditioner in Florida is usually 72. I feel like if I had the air conditioning in here at 72, I'd be freezing. I'd be freezing. I'm too used to like my dad. Because I think it's like a dad thing. It was like when I went to go watch the cat one day and they had the thermostat. But like they had it basically like fucking off. So it's 92 degrees in their house. I'm like, yeah, I know the cat is a desert animal, but uh, dude. Oh, yeah. Oops. So, yeah, I think I'm going to adjust it a little bit and see how that fares because uh, I think maybe I had it a little too high. Just a bit. Just a tad. 72F is cold. I would think it would be cold. For summertime to have that on as my air conditioning, uh, I I would be like, be like, it's too cold. Uh, no. Um... Maybe I figured that's, that's 14 degrees cooler than I have my thermostat. <laughs> Oops. Like, well, apparently I have acclimated more than I give myself credit for because everybody was like, what? They're like, how on earth? The one person just replied with, that's too hot, brother. <laughs> you, you may have a point. <laughs> You may have a point. I told you I was ridiculous. But again, you all knew this. You all knew this. It should come as no real surprise. Um, the topic of tonight, which is more holy, um, is a little bit of a tie-in to an episode from way back. Uh, it's not the longest piece of content in the world. But I, I, when I saw it, I was like, so it was worth, it was worth, it's worth sharing. Black Hat says, you're ridiculous. Yeah, I know. I, I, I know. I know I'm ridiculous. I, it's like you would have thought that after all these years on this planet, I would have figured out like, what temperature do I want my house? But apparently I'm still trying to figure it out. And I don't know if this is like some weird, like, I even think it's like a pseudo green guilt thing. It's like, yeah, hey, man, it's expensive. Meanwhile, I'll blow money on other stupid shit and then be in my sweaty hot house and wondering why I'm sweating sitting in my house. Uh, but I think maybe I have it nailed down. I think maybe I have it nailed down. And I feel like for me, again, it's like the few degrees plus or minus is also dependent on humidity. If it's 10% humidity, I think I might actually be okay with 85, 86. But you know, the humidity went back up and I could feel it. I can feel it in my I can feel it in my bones. It's like barometric pressure and humidity or whatever. Like rain's coming. There's a storm on the horizon. I can feel it. I could. It, made, it makes my knees hurt too. Which I don't like. I'd use my massage gun on my legs today. Like, see, my knees fucking feel like shit. Um yeah, I don't know. Relatively, I guess, productive day. I got a lot of bullshit just out of the way that I needed to take care of. Um, I was going to. There is, by the way, a PeegeCon in San Francisco where Dr. Perry Falls, Peege, Science Somni, a bunch of these other folks are all getting together. 
And I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to try to swing that. But I don't really want to stay long enough to have to, like, book a bunch of hotel rooms. So that event is, the like, Father's Day weekend, which I feel like was also a little bit of a strange scheduling date. But anyway, it's like, you know what? I think what I'm going to do is I'll fly out there early Saturday. I'll fly out there early Saturday, and then I'll have the, the whole day there Saturday. I'll stay the night to Sunday, and then I'll fly home Sunday, and then I'll have the rest of my Sunday. So, yeah, you're paying for some flights and, like, one night to stay somewhere. But I'm like, nah, I think that's not so bad. But then fucking Expedia's website, like, if you're on the mobile site... I'm like scrolling, I'm like, well, there's no page to say like, yes, please, I want this. And like, let's move forward. So once again, I'm going to express my vitriol that all these people with all these web new framework, your stuff still doesn't fucking work. Still, it's still shit. And it still is over bloated and crappy. Just God damn it. Chris says, probably why, why I was in Florida for six months and have no color because I lived in my hoodie. Yeah, but we've discussed this. You, Krista, are a lovely special unicorn because you have your thyroid issue, which means you, it's like a video game. You're, you're weak to cold, but you have a resistance towards heat. You have an innate resistance towards heat. So it's like, you know, it's like a Dungeons and Dragons role-playing thing. It's like if you look at your your score sheet, it's like, oh man, uh, you know, kind of weak against freezing and frost, but she's got huge heat resistance. Like, man, you know, she can wear heavy armor and she doesn't suffer heat fatigue. You have you have special stats. You get special perks. You're like you're like magical. You're like a magical creature. So much stuff is crappy. It is. I uh, agree with you, a thousand percent. Thousand percent on that. So much stuff is fucking crappy. It's fucking crap. Ugh. Um. What's not crappy is this drink. It's pretty good. This is uh, the Wild Turkey 101 with a little bit of a splash of some cool water, a tiny bit of the true lime, powdered lime. And then the teeniest, tiniest bit of some stevia. So this actually makes a very nice, refreshing kind of lime whiskey drink. Very tasty. Mmm. And remember, there's no show tomorrow. Uh, I will be seeing Joe Bob Briggs uh, in Gilbert for his uh, cerebellum double feature um so we'll be out tomorrow so there'll be no show tomorrow and then thursday i think we'll probably do our what i feel like is a fairly popular and enjoyable uh mr wizard whatever video chat and chill day it's kind of i think it's kind of fun i hope you guys like that you seem to like it if you're like dude this sucks like send me a fucking whisper or something be like don't don't do it I just, you know, I'm here to please. Black Cat likes Mr. Wizard. I know you like Mr. Wizard. You're in the Mr. Wizard's fan club with with me and probably Scott. 
Um, somebody posted today, I think I retweeted this on Twitter. It was, uh, people don't understand how difficult it is being a content creator. And I'll we'll get to that in a second, but they're like, you know, you have to be entertaining and you have to have content. And you have to worry about what people are saying, the technical problems and all the rest of this shit. And I was like, yeah, especially if you aren't one of these people who has like a whole crew doing it for you and who doesn't have a hook where you just have this giant crowd and it doesn't really matter what you're doing. They're just going to show up. I feel like a lot of times people show up to those more because of fear of missing out rather than actually really giving a shit about what the person is doing. But man, a lot of those people who are doing these streams and whatever else, man, it takes a lot of fucking work. It really does. Um, Krista wants to know when are we going to see more Kojak? Well, I don't know. Maybe I'll, maybe, maybe that'll be Thursday. Maybe Thursday will be a Kojak day. Um, I'll just got to look and see what's there on YouTube. I really wanted to, I really wanted to find, there's another one in particular in that first season that it was like, oh, this is like, got some classic moments in it. But uh, I have to remember which episode that was. Mr. Wizard is actually kind of decent. There's something just, I don't know, wholesome and enjoyable about it. Between the music, the obvious 80s outfits and technology and everything else uh you know i'm just flying over gilbert arizona thanks to google earth gilbert arizona is uh real nice i wouldn't i wouldn't mind moving there some of those areas around there are kind of expensive but uh it's a nice town it's a nice town um i i, I wish the rest of the Kojak seasons were available streaming. I think the last time I checked, I think there's like gaps. And I don't know if that's like people snapping up licenses or if it was like, oh, you can only watch it if you get a Paramount Plus subscription or whatever. I'm like, man, I ain't fucking doing that. If I'm going to do that, that's going to be like, I have a bunch of time off and I'm going to like uh, fucking just binge watch a whole bunch of shit isn't technically just something i'm slightly confused i don't know what you mean so yeah we'll we'll see about thursday maybe maybe if i can find it oh isn't technology just something yeah it's something all right <laughs> so, sometimes it's great other times i'm like the shit is no better than it was back when shit was on a fucking trash 80 running on reel-to-reel magnetic tape. As a matter of fact, in some cases, I think shit, the shit is worse. All you've done is just gone, yeah, well, okay, now that we can do all this, let's just fill it up with a bunch of other extra crap. So I use my fucking marketers. It used to be like actual quality information. Now it's just propaganda and advertising. You just want to throw up. We just want to throw up. He's barf on stream. Cheers. I'm not going to barf on stream. <laughs> um, yeah. The other thing I'm curious about 
is why is it and maybe I'm wrong but I don't think I am when people go to make left turns they will like and, and I'm talking specifically if they're in a left turn uh, left turn lane so let's say there's two lanes of traffic, a left turn lane, and then two lanes of traffic. And then there's a side street that a person wants to turn left onto. The person will get into the left turn lane, and then they will move up, and they will stop at the first edge of the curb. Meaning, they're so like, if this is the place they want to turn left into, they pull up, and they stop like here. And they'll stop like here. I'm like, why do you do that? Now, if I want to turn here, I can't because I would either have to go in front of you and smash into you or I'd have to like drive over here to oncoming traffic and get smashed. You also are blocking people because if somebody wants to turn here, they have to worry about like pull up and get here. That way then these people can go out. I can go out. And then when you turn, Turn your fucking wheel like a big boy or big girl. Turn your wheel so that you are just going into where you're going. Not swooping across and cutting this huge rounded angle. I call them swoop turners. I hate swoop turners. And they do it fucking at left turns at lights too. You'll be in the left turn lane of the light and somebody else will be turning left. And you swear they're just going to rip the front of your bumper off. Because rather than moving up straight and then cutting the wheel and turning... To just do this lazy fucking drifting swoop move. I hate it. I hate, I, hate, I hate swoop turners. That's what I call them. Swoop turners. Fuck you. Yeah, I don't know if it's too lazy to bring time. I think it's just shit. I think they're just shit and they don't think about, I don't know, position of other cars. I want to go, but haven't you ever been here and seen that? And then went, oh, I can't turn because that person did that there. So I should next time pull up because... Boy, that kind of fucks you up if you're over on this other spot. It doesn't have like zero. It's got to just be fucking Tweety Birds flying in a circle. Black Hat calls them scallop turners. I like that. I like that. Scallop turners also works. This guy's doing a fucking scallop turn. I'm going to fucking beat you with tartar sauce, stupid asshole. Fucking taking your scallop turn. Be a trout turner like a real, like a real pro. <laughs> yeah, I don't like swoop turners. Fuck them. I could drive like an asshole. I don't know how many of those I saw today. And I feel like giving myself a pat on the back and going, boy, it must be really hot. Because I feel like, much like in Michigan, when it first gets cold, like really cold, and or there's the slightest bit of some ice, whatever, on the ground, People just like lose all ability to operate a vehicle. It's just, you're like, I don't understand. I can see you in that car. You look like you're probably 50. This cannot be your first time driving in this. And if it was, it cannot be all the rest of these people first time driving in this. What the fuck is wrong with you? And so I feel like today it's like it was super hot and everybody was fucking driving like they needed a siesta. Fucking 30 miles an hour and 40 mile an hour uh, 
you know, roads, zones, whatever you want to call them. Turning late, it was like everybody was just brain fried. Like everybody just needed to take, like flop in the grass like a cat and just take a panting nap. Like, okay, if you're struggling that much, just get off the road or go go home or something. Just get out of the way. Psychosis fetching something to eat. What are you eating? We're not going to talk about food a lot, but I am curious to know what you're eating. Sweet, I want to get more drivers from my in the country. Yeah, so you get all the shitty driving patterns from all the rest of the states distilled down into one. So rather than just the one regional shittiness, you get everybody's fucking garbage. Yeah, that's fair. I feel like that's I feel like that's pretty accurate. Yeah. That sounds about right. <laughs> sounds about right. Man, it's just like and like the weirdest shit too, where I swear like I saw this road rage incident where this person who's driving like uh, some fucking souped up fucking Subaru or something. You know, and you could hear the turbo whine and everything from it. it. Was driving like so slow, and I swear they must have been looking at their phone or something or whatever, because they're driving like an asshole and they're like not paying attention. And finally, some guy who's struggling in some beat piece of shit beat up pickup truck gives him the friendly honk, just a little beep, just a nice little beepy beep. Didn't do the longhorn, didn't flip him off, didn't do none of that. Just gave him the little courtesy, hey, maybe pay attention, beep. And this dude just fucking tears out of there at a thousand goddamn miles an hour. As you can probably sum that up with Black Cat, which she said was last week, is just people are fucking crazy. Fucking crazy. Just fucking nuts. You're making a coffee. I, man, if I had coffee now, I think even less than just keeping me up, I would start sweating and then I would be sleepy, sweaty boy. And I don't want to be that because I got nice, fresh, clean sheets. And I sprayed. I, no, I shouldn't say sprayed. I spritzed. Spritzed my bed with a little bit of some water and king pine. So that, uh, you know, that kills any bacteria or whatever in there. And also freshens up your mattress. I like king pine. I'm a king pine fan. I'm a king pine man. When cleaning my house, I kick keep king pine on hand it's in demand gets the job done it's late at night with the rising sun king pines for you if you need to clean shit i lost it i tried my best um i'm I'm big into this king pine I'm, i'm buying more of it i'm like fucking all about it now uh, it's great cleaning your countertops and doing all that and um, I need to eventually take the faceplate off this helmet and what I want to do is get the like they say it's a removable liner but I'm looking at it and like I don't think I don't see how you can remove that without like ripping it so what I used to do is I used to just put some rubbing alcohol and do dilute, dilute it with a little bit of water and just spray it in there but I think I'm going to do that with a little bit of the king pine I think I want to king pine it I think I'm going to king pine it, let that dry, and then do a little bit of the alcohol and water uh, so that if I get sweaty, I don't suddenly get my eyes burnt by king pine oil. Um, I feel like I feel like that would work. Zycholos is back. 
Zacholos, what did you make for dinner? We're, we're all chomping at the bit to know what you're eating for dinner. Krista's been spraying her bed with lavender oil. That sounds pleasant. It smells nice. And that little, um, that little camping mattress I was sleeping on had like lavender oil or whatever infused into it. I think it smells pretty. Yeah, you dilute it with a little bit of water. Okay, Zykolos' breakfast was Dinkle Burger Bun. I don't know what that is. With two sausages. So I'm going to have to now look this up. What is a Dinkle Burger Bun? Uh... Mm. <laughs> I'm saying Dinkelberg, but that's not whatever it is does sound good. I mean, you you had me at sausage. I see the phrase two sausages and I'm pretty much sold. You know, like it it's good enough for me. Alright, is Zycholos looks up that information. Let's check this out so we're going to swap this over and hopefully this is readable florida calls off search for man swallowed by sinkhole uh i think this is like fairly terrifying we had the episode uh before about the sinkholes uh, that were by my house um when i live back in michigan but read this one um is this about five years old new this is from this year is from march 2nd oh no wait actually i'm sorry you're right it is it, it's fairly old but uh when we were talking about uh sinkholes we're gonna look at something else after this one but um there's a sinkhole 60 feet deep 60 feet deep Jeff Bush is presumed dead after sinkhole opened beneath his room. We've done everything we believe that we can. Authorities in Florida gave up the search Saturday for a man presumed dead after sinkhole opened beneath the bedroom of his family's suburban Tampa home, swallowing him up. The effort to recover the body of Jeff Bush had resumed earlier in the day after authorities stopped operations overnight, saying the hole was still expanding and the house could collapse at any time. We just have not been able to locate Mr. Bush, and so for that reason, the rescue effort is being discontinued, Mike Merrill, County Administrator for Hillsborough County, told reporters Saturday evening. At this point, it's really not possible to recover the body. Merrill said the next phase in the effort would be demolition of the family's home, which is scheduled to begin Sunday and could take a couple of days. He stressed that workers were dealing with a very unusual sinkhole, deep, wide, and extremely unstable. We've done everything that we believe we can. We wish we could have done more. The sinkhole was between 50 and 60 feet deep. The terror for the Bush family began Thursday night as everybody in the blue one-story 1970s era home in Sefner was going to bed. There was a deafening noise 
I ran toward my brother's bedroom because I heard my brother scream, Jeremy Bush, Jeff Bush's brother, told AC360. Everything was gone. My brother's bed, my brother's dresser, my brother's TV. My brother was gone. Bush frantically tried to rescue his brother by standing in the hole and digging at the rubble with a shovel until police arrived and pulled him out, saying the floor was still collapsing. I couldn't get him out. I tried so hard. I tried everything I could, he said through tears. I could swear I heard him calling out. The terror of those moments can be heard in a recording of the 911 call and the moments after the sinkhole opened up. The house just fell through, a female voice says on the recording, released Friday. The woman asked for an ambulance and the police. The bedroom floor just collapsed and my brother-in-law is in there. He's underneath the house, she says. Jeremy Bush and four other people, including a two-year-old child, were uninjured. After officials called off the search for his brother Saturday, Jeremy Bush spoke to Bay News 9. It's very hard. It's not that I just lost my brother. There's so many memories in this house. I don't know what we're going to do. Nearby homes were evacuated Friday as a precaution. The sinkhole compromised a house next door, Fire Department uh, spokesman Ronnie Rivera said. That home wasn't damaged as of Saturday morning, but the family that lives there was given up to 30 minutes to remove some belongings before abandoning the premise. Merrill said residents on either side of the Bush home were allowed to go into their house a short time to retrieve what they could. Sinkholes are common in the state, according to the Florida Department of Environmental Protection. The state lies on bedrock made of limestone or other carbonate rock that can be eaten away by acetic groundwater, forming voids that collapse when the rock can no longer support the weight of what's above it. Hillsborough County on Florida's west coast is part of an area known as Sinkhole Alley that accounts for two-thirds of the sinkhole-related insurance claims in the state. Fucking crazy. So what I wanted to show you guys and what you wanted to look up is this here. So if you look up this feller, this sinkhole alley. So check this out. What is sinkhole alley? Sinkhole alley is located in the counties of Pasco, Hernando, and Hillsborough in the west central area of Florida. It accounts for more than two-thirds, blah, blah, blah. Sinkholes seem to be occurring more frequent, even though they have always been around for millions of years. They can develop quickly or gradually over time. They can form underneath foundations or in yards. Um, so they go into what the signs of them are. And this is what I wanted to read. Some of them are obvious, but others can go on and detected for months. But there are common signs to look out for, such as hard-to-close windows and doors. Cracks in the walls, floors, slab, or ground surface. Uneven sloping driveway. Cracks in the corners of doors and windows. Shifting lawn. Fresh, soft, or spongy spots in the yard. Sinking yard. <laughs> Cracked steps pulling away from the house. Leaning trees, fences, or other structures. Sinking yard. Hey, I wonder what's happening there. Pay close attention to your neighbor's home. If your neighbors have a sinking yard, you may need to hire professionals to assist their home. Whoa, look at what the fuck. It's sinking yard. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Man, it's a good thing that King Dinosaur is here now because 
Sinking Yard sounds like yet another good Seattle band. So there was a this one right here. A massive sinkhole in the southwest Texas town of Dicetta had been dormant since first appearing in 2008. So I'm going to size this down so you all can see it. So give me a moment while I adjust. Pull that down there. And we'll pull this over here. Okay, good. We'll scale down up. So it's a bigger. Wait, you have to hire professionals for that? There's no city or state support for that? No, oh, oh, no, no. The city and state loves when that happens. Because then they can be like, oh, it's a disaster area. Ours now. Yes. No, they'll just be like, well, fucking too bad, dude. You make a shit. I guess that sucks, doesn't it? Oh, you lost everything you own because you didn't have insurance? Oh, well. <clears throat> so this one, the aerial image. Uh, so when the massive sinkhole first appeared in Dicetta in May 2008, some residents has, has feared it might engulf their small southeast Texas town. But after growing close to 600 feet across and 75 feet deep, it stabilized, swallowing up some oil tanks and several vehicles, but sparing nearby homes. Some residents used humor to calm their feelings or their fears, making Sinkhole de Mayo t-shirts, reference to Cinco de Mayo. For others, the sinkhole, which eventually filled with water, became a new fishing spot. It was just a pond after that, just a story we told our kids. We learned how to live with it. Uh, said Crystal Parish, one of the approximately 1,000 residents who live in the town located about 60 miles northeast of Houston. But earlier this month, city officials announced the sinkhole had expanded after a long hibernation, renewing fears from some residents. Officials say there has been a significant expansion since the new growth was detected on April 2nd, but they're monitoring it and keeping the public informed. In a preliminary report released Thursday, state researchers said the expansion was actually a new and smaller sinkhole that formed adjacent to the one from 2008. I don't think residents should panic or anything, but it's something they should watch, said Dick Howe, a private geologist with Houston-based Terra Cognita, who's helping Dicetta officials monitor the sinkhole. But Parrish and some other residents say the city hasn't sufficiently updated the public. I'm not going to lie. I'm pretty creeped out by it because it's twice in my lifetime and my house is like a quarter mile from the sinkhole, said Parrish as she watched her son during a high school baseball game. Dicetta sits on a salt dome, a natural formation created by the ground over millions of years where oil, brine, and natural gas accumulate. Salt domes create good conditions where oil can migrate and accumulate. This was the reason Dicetta became a booming oil town in the early 1900s. The sustained oil drilling along the salt dome over decades could have contributed to creating the sinkhole. But investigators had also considered saltwater waste that was being stored underground by oil and gas waste well business next to the sinkhole as a possible cause. 
terribly written fucking sentence. The person should be fired. But how said a cause for the 2008 sinkhole was never determined. A more comprehensive study could be done, but it would be costly, and a small town like this is not flush with cash, he said. Howe, who also helped in 2008, is working for the city on a volunteer basis. Howe suggested the underwater cavern in the salt dome that first collapsed and formed the 2008 sinkhole likely expanded, creating a new sinkhole that seems to have merged with the, with the original one. In the preliminary report, the Bureau of Economic Geology, a research unit at the University of Texas, said the new sinkhole has a diameter of about 230 feet and is about 30 feet deep. The report said there's no indication that it had impacted farm-to-market road 770, the main roadway through the town. The new sinkhole may or may not expand much. More study is recommended to better understand the cause, to minimize risk associated with similar possible future events, according to the report by the Bureau, which functions as the State Geological Survey. Sinkholes tend to be common in a region where soluble rocks, including salt domes and limestone, can be dissolved by groundwater, according to the U.S. Geological Survey. Florida, for example, sits above limestone and is highly susceptible to sinkholes. House said officials have placed steel posts 50 feet apart in a pasture area near the sinkhole to monitor any changes in their elevation and to act is an early warning if this thing continues to move south toward homes and the buildings. This thing could be like this for another 15 years, or it could be 100 years, or it could change tomorrow. It's just no way to predict it, said Howe, adding nothing can be done to stop the sinkhole if it continues expanding. The expanding sinkholes located near the high school campus, as well as various homes and a new family dollar dollar tree that opened just days after the new growth was discovered. At the site of the shuttered oil and gas waste, well business that's been taken over by the expanding sinkhole, a road that connected one end of the location to the other has been washed away. Several large tanks, which officials say are empty, were in the water. A portion of a metal warehouse was being consumed by the sinkhole, while large cracks could be seen on the ground around the building. Officials with the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency and the Texas Commission on Environmental Quality, or TCEQ, had relocated six large tanks with an unknown substance from the cracked earth and asphalt near the sinkhole so they could be tested. Uh, due to the imminent threats to human health and the environment, TCEQ and the US EPA proceeded quickly to uh, mitigate the potential for chemical releases. Dicetta resident Alexis Laird, 25, a mother of three kids, said she hadn't really thought much about this since first seeing it as a fourth grader in 2008. But now she's worried about it as her apartment is located less than two blocks away. She said she wants officials to be more proactive in their updates to residents. doesn't matter whether it's good or bad or a minuscule amount of information. Tell the people that live here, she said. Dicetta City Secretary Joan Carruthers said officials are working up to set up a website that will provide updates and are planning to hold a public meeting in the future. Carruthers said they want a little more information before scheduling the public meeting. After the sinkhole appeared in 2008, county commissioners asked the state to set up monitoring, monitoring devices that could be an early warning system. Carruthers said she's not aware if any such monitoring system from the state was ever set up. The sinkhole was monitored for several years after 2008, but there was no recent active monitoring by the city, she said. 
there's really good people here and uh to take care of each other we'll we'll, we'll pull together Bouch said The sinkhole may swallow everybody up. Uh... Yeah, have a nice day. Cheers. <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck? So they give a fucking shit about their citizens. Yeah. No. They they'd rather take your stuff. It's it's like it's like all to me, government agencies. Their job is to get reelected and just grab more so that they have more that they can use without purview. That's what they want. I mean, look at that story. What did it say? Oh, it's by an oil boom, oil mining town? I bet you that place is like, God, I hope it swallows up this whole fucking city. If it swallows up this whole fucking city and we go down there and start poking around and we find any natural mineral deposits, guess who gets all the money for that? Yeah. Yeah, sinkhole, come on, come on, roll on the dry side, sinkhole, swallow them. Also, we can throw more barrels of unknown substance down there. F fucking, <laughs> yeah, like limestone, shit like that. I mean, it just erodes away. It's like soft and chalky. I bet you the water is bad too. It's probably full of those brain-eating amoebas, like the guy that cleared his sinuses with a neti pot and he inhaled a brain-eating amoeba and it killed him. Yeah, that's not terrifying. I'm gonna take a, I'm gonna take a pass on that. I think I'd rather go for the nutty pot than the brain-eating amoeba pot. Yeah, one morning, one evening, the girl will be in her apartment with her little kids. And she'll be like, do you feel something weird? And then the whole building will just get swallowed up in a fucking hole. And everything will just... And you're gone. Why this topic makes me think of the disaster that happened in East Palestine. Even that is a disaster without the holes. Like, because shit like this, they go... Oh, yeah. We'll, um... We're monitoring it. And we'll, um... We'll send out an alert because we love this town. Meanwhile, they've done nothing and they have no clue what's going on with it. And we want to assure everyone that it's very safe and that we have things under control. Meanwhile, they're like, I got better things to do, like play golf and snort cocaine off of a hooker's ass crack. Gives a fuck about the sinkhole in this town. If everybody's dead, I just get reelected by default. Fucking great. Fucking bastards. Seriously. Yeah, warm limestone water? That is like perfect brain amoeba water. They like brackish warm water. I imagine you add some limestone in it, and it's pretty much like for the amoebas, it's probably like, mm mm. Mm mm. Yeah, here, sign this, and then just sh shut up. <laughs> it's the way it always goes. 
So anyway, watch out for sinking yard. Watch out if your yard starts sinking. There could be a sinkhole. And I would suggest getting the fuck out of there because that shit is terrifying. Look, I, I don't want to die. I don't want to die. But if I think about ways that maybe I do not want to get swallowed up in a sinkhole. Getting trapped, crushed down in some sinkhole. I'm going to take a hard pass on that. That's a, that's a no thanks. That's a no thanks for me, dog. Yep. So there you have it. Watch out for sinkholes. Uh, if you had a Dimaxine house, maybe you'd be fine. But they're not going to build those because they're too efficient and too smart. And nobody would make any money because they would work. So instead, your house is going to get swallowed up by the ground. So who's cheers to that? I hope you all enjoyed that harrowing, depressing, sad, creepy tale. And as we say at the end of all these episodes, stay safe, keep the faith, and oh, I love that good shit. Uh, remember, there's no show tomorrow. I'm out tomorrow. We'll be back on Thursday. Uh, so thank you so much, everybody that stopped by, including Krista, H Girl Fams, Zykolos, Black Cats, Poppy, and King Dinosaur 69. Thank you guys all so much for stopping by and hanging out with me and shooting the shit for a little bit. Uh, as I always say, it's a great time. Always want to get to talk to you guys. So get yourself some rest out there. Maybe tomorrow is a good opportunity to get some extra rest because I won't be here to entertain you so you can get a really good sleepy sleepy. Just rest. There, there. Just rest. Okay. So Kelly says, oh, it's uh, over already. Damn, time goes fast. It does. Yeah, you start shooting the shit. Fucking the clock goes by really quick. I wish time went by this quick when I was at work. It'd be like, okay, I'm going to work and it's over. Sweet. Instead, it's agony. But anyway, uh, that's that. So we will see you all later.